All right, folks, this show is sponsored by Anchor. A while back, we switched over to Anchor as our hosting platform for Panel to Panel. And to be honest, it's actually been one of the best experiences we've had when it comes to hosting our podcast. A lot of people think making a podcast is super difficult, but Anchor actually allows you to record and edit your podcast all on your phone if that's what you want to do. Anchor even helps you get your podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other places like that. That way you can get your podcast to a wide audience of different people. And the best part about it, it's totally free. So go ahead, check out Anchor.fm, or download the Anchor app on your phone or through the App Store or the Google Play Store and check it out today. Now let's turn the page and get to this week's episode of Panel to Panel. What's going on, good people of the internet? It's time for Panel to Panel, a show where a bunch of folks shoot the breeze and talk about comic books and such. We are back once again to talk about some nerdy news and a fun topic that that we we even got some collabs from the audience on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at P2P underscore podcast. Hang out with us, talk some fun stuff. Like, and you can also check out this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, wherever you can listen to a podcast except for SoundCloud, you can check us out. So make sure that you follow us and check us out because we don't support SoundCloud. <laughs> uh, my name is James Portis. To my left, we have the woman who is fascinated by uh, one of the lesser Assassin's Creed's in the franchise. We have uh, Mary. How you doing today? Oh, shut up. Origins is the best. I will have no slander. This man said. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you, like, honestly, like, 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 Ubisoft went, yo, how can we get more people playing, uh, playing Assassin's Creed? I know, we'll get black people in here. And then I know, we'll get the gay people in here. Like, back to back, no hesitation. And that, that's all they did. And, and then when the gays got mad about the DLC, they were panicking. And you know I'm right, man. Well, I mean, we kind of had a right to be pissed at the DLC. Oh, the DLC was horrible. Like, like Travis, did you hear about that shit? Nah. So, you, so I'll you let Mary have... do it. I'll let Mary. Regardless of which character you play, Cassandra is the canon assassin, but you can also play as her brother Alexios in a non-canon playthrough. And there are a myriad of both men and women that either one can romance. So, Alexios or Cassandra, like, you can play them as just straight-up homos. Mm -hmm. And in the second round of DLC, um, Alexios slash Cassandra um, is essentially forced to have a child with someone. Oh, neato. And because it's it's to, you know, carry on the Isu bloodline kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, and it's not even, like, one of the cool side characters. It's just, like, some rando. And there was an achievement attached to it, and the achievement was called Growing Up, where, you know, you allegedly had... uh, See, I haven't played the DLC because I'm not paying for it. 
but I have seen uh, like playthroughs of it, and it is just awful. Like they try to shove in like a Bayek and Aya style romance within a DLC, and, and it you would... can't do it when the black people did it better. Well, it's it's not even that. It's you know forced heterosexuality if you don't want that. Yeah. Like, and I understand it is just a video game, but you know the achievement name really kind of caught a lot of people off guard. Um, what was it called? It, it was the achievement was called growing up. So you pretty much grow up, up and grow out of the gay phase, kind of a thing. Ubisoft panicked and had to team up with Glad to write some kind of apology and do some dialogue fixes where you don't like you still have to have the kid but you don't have to stay with your new family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They fucked up, is what she said. They fucked up. All right. So after that little detour, uh, to my right, we have the Afro man himself, who is a narcoleptic by day and a, and a, and a worker by night. We have Travis Tucker. How you doing today? With the narcolepsy today, it was one can of hard seltzer after a hard day's work. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <laughs> but how you but, doing, uh, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm about to crack open my second. Since I got people to bullshit with, I won't fall asleep. Well, there you go. I feel <laughs> it. I feel it. All right. So a couple news stories before we get into our main topic. It's going to be a fun episode for you good folks. There was a whole lot of like crazy stuff going on. So we thought we'd do a fun episode for y'all. And, and apparently I was the overachiever and I'm salty about it, but it's fine. Anyway, um, the first thing about on the, on the, do- the other docket is Funko fucked up. <laughs> What do I mean, folks? What I'm talking about is that, like, in the promotional material for um, uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, Funko got got freaking blazed on social media for the fact that the America Chavez Funko Pop is super, super light-skinned because the actress, um, I don't know her name off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I don't know how to spell your first name, honey, but, but, uh, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark. Uh, Jatil Gomez? I'm, I'm gonna get flamed for that, but I, 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 I can't help you. Uh, but anyway, she is super light-skinned, and people took that as, and Funko took that as, we need to make the Funko Pop super light-skinned. Like, the, they almost use one of their normal, like, white people skins for it. So the like, the community was pissed and said, uh, "Can we can, uh, like, get a fix for this?" And they went back like in the preview material and re-showed a darker version of the America Chavez pop. And my brain goes, "Wow, how like and Travis even brought this up before the show. How many like 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 light-skinned America Chavez Funko pops are out there? Because we don't know um, the like." the processing for those and the release dates for those granted the captain america and the winter soldier funko pops took like like six months after the show to come out so like maybe they're able to fix it but that could be rough (laughs) i mean like how y'all feeling about this i think it's funny kind of a gross oversight thing (laughs) i mean like they probably meant no harm or no foul by it but like man like, like y'all got caught up on a on it for no reason. <laughs> Mary, you were talking about this before the show, but how, like, what, like, how are you feeling about this? I mean, Funko fucked up. It's not the first time, and it certainly won't be the last. 
<laughs> but that, that was just a fun little thing. And then my other funny little news story uh, that that came up before we get into a little bit of good shit. Well, this is still kind of good. I mean, uh, they had Marvel just announced like right before the show that um, uh, they are publishing a brand new series titled Miss Marvel and Wolverine. Uh, do 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 like little like uh, the cover art for it has Moon Knight, Venom, uh, Jean Grey, Storm, and Cyclops along with Wolverine and Ms. Marvel, and I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> According to Marvel, the new series will be a jumping off point for Ms. Marvel newcomers as the new saga will lay the groundwork for the character's next era. Uh, it's gonna be written by Jody Hauser and. When I read the term "new jumping on point" for Ms. Marvel newcomers, two things come to mind: A, why didn't you just get another Muslim person or bring back G Willow to write you a new series? Or, well, actually, not or. And my other thought is, wow, that's really weird. You're putting her with Wolverine while they do have a relationship like from other comics that like, they've been in and other miniseries. My, 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 my thought is like, like, Ooh, Disney, what you about to do? Is you about to have somebody out Krakoa go, Hey, Kamala, um, you're not an inhuman. You're a mutant. <laughs> oh no. Just, like that—that's what I hear in my head when, when I hear Wolverine and Miss Marvel in, in a new series together, right before her TV show's about to drop. It screams, "Kamala, you're not an inhuman. You're a mutant." Welcome to the MCU. <laughs> I mean, they already gave her the Nega Bands, so like they already—they already fixed their loophole. But that'd be some funny shit if later on they're just like, "Oh, Kamala's a mutant." Wyland. I mean, it, w- it wouldn't be the first time we got a retcon, right, Mary? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, this still could be a fun book. Like, like I said, they've had fun in the past. Um, like, like, not, like, are, are they all gonna pick this up? Well, it kind of feels like uh, Batman and the Outsiders on smaller scale with Wolverine instead. I mean, yeah, Mary. I mean, like, this seems like one of those books where I might like thumb through the first issue, but I think I, I think they're attaching it to Wolverine because you know they had a really they had a really fun team up in the Wilson original run. And quite frankly, I think they're just trying to boost sales on the book, get people who wouldn't normally read a Ms. Marvel book to pick it up because Wolverine is there. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sadly. Because, like, Ms. Marvel carry titles. We know she can carry her own title. Why are we bullshitting like she can't? Like, I don't get it, but who am it's, I? It's, it really feels like Miss Marvel and my Uncle Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's actually really funny. Um, but uh, but all right, that was the like, those, those two little fun stories before, before before like before we got into the good shit. Uh, since we're since we're gonna be talking about DC this episode, it's very fitting 
that um, DC decided to drop a lot of DC Pride news on us today. Um, like that, we we got a, a bit of a preview a couple hours ago of the event book for DC Pride 2022. Uh, the big thing that came out of it not only was the, t- the table of contents of each story, but we also got the announcement that um, um. Uh, Kevin Conroy, aka fam- uh, famous Batman of all, uh, and one of the best Batman of all time, was announced that he is going to be writing the foreword for uh, for this year's book. And because like a lot of people don't seem to know this, but Kevin Conroy is gay, and he's out here going, "Yo, I'm, I'm a rep this shit and talk about like like, like my my, my up and coming and whatnot and how important this book is." And I'm just like, "Yes." How we how, like how we feeling about this news? How we feeling? Good. Uh, I'm waiting for the people to get mad that their Batman is gay, their childhood Batman is gay, and they're mad about it. I need this. Yeah, there's gonna I, be a lot of people salty. Yeah. Expose yourselves. I want to roast you. <laughs> well, um, you missed the first round of it because when the CW did their World slash Crisis stuff, um, he was Kingdom come Batman. Nice. And See, he, and I'm already I'm already getting this kind of, this same kind of shit from people that are mad about the Aqualad show. So like well, I'm ready. Here's the thing. About that. We'll that, talk about that in a second. Is that um cuz he's in like the uh, exoskeleton and he has yeah. scenes with Kate Kane. And so they kind of have the cousin moment but in an interview after the fact Kevin Conroy talked about how um, really exciting that was to kind of share that moment with him as a gay man interacting with Kate Kane and, you know, Ruby Rose, who is queer. Yeah, that was such a good scene. That's why, like, to this day, I'm mad that Ruby's gone because that scene was powerful. And, like, seeing Kevin be this hard motherfucker. Like, Travis, did you ever watch that? No, see, uh, when it came to, what was it, are you talking about Crisis? Yeah. See, I watched a bit of Crisis. I fell asleep through a bunch of Crisis. It That's was, fair. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I tried I was, watching it in one sitting. I was on the edge of my fucking seat for that shit, and they seem like they're kind of insane at this point. But when Ezra Miller popped up, Victoria and I just kind of, you know, jaws hit the floor. It was one of those, oh my god, they actually did this moment. Right. So like that was like for him to be able to do that 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 forward is gonna be really freaking cool. Um, they also uh, put a couple teasers uh, for some of the stories. Um, Mary's gonna be salty about the one of the stories uh, confession. I just dropped the picture in the chat um, <laughs> because uh, so much because uh, confessions by Stephanie Williams is gonna be talking about newbie is gayness, which is gonna be hype as shit. Um, there's gonna be you're misrepresenting my feelings i am not upset with nubia being queer no i didn't say uh fair enough i i, I could have worded that better but like you teed it up like that like that because wow the lesbian being mad about gay shit that would come off really fucked up but nah, no like, it's, like her, the, the... It, it's her relationship <laughs> with eo that weirds me out because i mean granted a lot of it was pre-flashpoint but we do see it in rebirth where eo is head over heels painstakingly in love with diana and it just seems really weird that she decides to hook up with diana's sister like i'm sorry yeah it's just very weird for me and eo is like 
it's not even subtle. Like, she is the biggest Diana simp in the DC universe and across all of its multiverse universes. Yeah. Anyway. But no, no, you were right. I didn't see see that up really fucked up, so I will admit that. Uh, I do feel like the current Nubia stuff is a bit of a cop-out, if you ask me. Expand, expand. Well, first of all, I just want to point this out, that I do hate Robert Kanger, and Nubia is probably the only decent thing he created. But, and, and obviously, with most of the Amazons on Themyscira, it's probably safe to assume most of them are queer by default. But yeah. having Nubia go so hard into the sapphic relationships seems like a bit of a cop-out when it comes to Diana. And so you're you're at this really tricky impasse where you get credit for saying Wonder Woman is bisexual, but you don't actually have to to show it. Which is something which is something DC has been waffling with for ages. Not only that, it's very weird how like you have Harley and Ivy on the cover, you have like you have you have K on the cover, you have like the rest of the next generation of DC superheroes on the the cover, but no Diana. It's like you're you're purposely trying to erase like like, like Diana's Biden's just away from the table. And in regards to Nubia, I'm not unimpressed, but I am underwhelmed. I agree, specifically but, because of the fact that we got so much hype from Future State, like like uh, from Elle's book of like my, her I being think, the Wonder Woman, and then just now is, she's just queen. My my thing is completely different. Oh shit! Well, okay, I'm st- I'm I'm over here on a different on a different uh, soapbox. What you got? <laughs> uh, my big thing is is that consistent characterization issues because. Again, Kanger was an ass and I hate him, but he did give Nubia a solid character basis and I'm not really seeing a lot of that with this new one. So it sort of feels like a new character that they stuffed into the body of an old one, but this is deep Wonder Woman lore issues that I have. A lot of people didn't even know Nubia was a character. That's fair. So no, it's, it's snobbery issues. Okay, um, but no, I feel I, I'm I kind of feel bad. I'm over here on, on a and whole ass different pedestal. Looking at this picture, Eo is not nearly buff enough. <laughs> She's the blacksmith. Yeah, they kind of like 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 like, like made it made her super skinny. Yeah, fault. they made her look like super skinny for like no reason. I expect uh, someone who's the blacksmith to be shaped like Bismuth in Steven Universe. Exactly that. So, like that—that that was one of the—that was one of the stories that highlighted his confessions by Stephanie Williams, Megan Hetrick, uh, Marissa Louise, and Ariana Meyer or Meyer, right? Uh, oh yeah, no, she should be jacked. Holy shit, I did not know that she was that buff. Um, yeah, that's you. Then we have public display of electromagnetic spectrum by Greg Lockhart, uh, Julia uh, Macione, and uh. Adita Bit- Bitikar. Um, it's a story about Ray, which that's kind of cool that we're getting a Ray story. We ain't seen Ray since uh, JLA a couple years ago, so that's cool. Um, special delivery by Travis Moore, Enrica 
uh, Aaron Aguilini and uh, Ariana Meyer. Uh, like it's gonna be the, the the Tim finally goes on a date story, which that's awesome. We love that. Mm. Um, I need you to stop. I literally <laughs> said nothing. You you groaned. Um, but I didn't say anything. Fair. Um, up at bat attack his friends. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, up at bat is uh, by uh, Jazia Axelrod, Lin Yoshi, uh, Tamar bon, uh, bon vi- uh, Villain, Bon Villain. Oh, hold on, Ariana Meyer. Um, looks like it's a Barbara centered story. That's kind of cool, uh, or like Barbara adjacent because one of her uh, p- uh, past uh, friends. Uh, then we have. Are you ready for this? By Danny Lore and Ivan Cohen, Brittany Williams, uh, Enrica, Aaron Agnoli, and Ariana Mar. Uh, that's gonna be the Just Quick story, which this art is adorable and I love it. Like that is freaking just mint. I love that so much. And then here's the weird one that has everyone on Twitter kind of going, "Um, what the fuck." Uh, Think of Me by Ted Brandt, Rostein, and and Frank uh, Svetkovic. Um, It's a Damian Wayne and Connor Hawk story. And I don't know if um, DC uh, editor Amazing Human Andrea Shea is is just stirring the pot to stir the pot, but um, she was tweeting on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, so we just about to just like crack open the Damien might be queer book, and like that might be a thing. So okay, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that, but I'm I'm down. But like that's, mm, I don't know because like if we just start going every Robin's gay, that that's gonna piss off everybody. But like all the queers are gonna love it. So yay, um, like. I, see now I'm mad because normally I hate Damien, but then there's the possibility that Damien could be part of the be part of the community, and I'm over here like. Ugh. I mean, it could also just be nothing. I mean, it could be just like a Connor like said a story because it wasn't Connor already like made queer previously, or am I tripping? I believe so. Okay, so that might just be like Damien being an ally kind of thing, but like it'd be kind of cool if Damien to come out the closet on some awesome good shit. Um, yeah, so that, that's just the list of the highlights for DC Pride 2022. Um, y'all best believe this podcast is going to be, like, uh, up, in the, up in the good shit come June, so be hyped for that. But now, let's get into our main topic of the, the day, because we're not actually recording in the evening. This is kind of nice. Um, so... Um, if you, like you were on Twitter recently, like you would have seen uh, on our Twitter, if I could talk, that we po- posted a, a little a bit of a cool question for everyone of if you were able to become uh, the, like the uh, head of DC for a day, what uh, books would you want published? And we would definitely highlight a few um, like, like like towards the end of the show. But we decided to like, sort of like do our own pitches. I I overachieved and did a whole like sweeping line of books. And no one else did, but we. we I want to highlight y'all's options and what y'all t- uh, did first. That way, I don't just come out of pocket with 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 craziness. So, Mary, if you was publisher of DC Comics, what what would you do? No, 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 no. Why don't you go first? No, why why don't you go first? Because you don't shut up about your list. So show your work. You flexed in, you flexed in the list. 
Alright, let's go. Alright, so here here's the hard part of my list because originally I just wanted to delete all of the new fifty-two and just back up. But I didn't. I I said, you know what? We're in a new age. Things are changing for the better. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and, and go with advancement. And I said, all right, bet. So what if future state books didn't end horribly? What I mean is, what if, like, all the crazy things like Shazam being in hell and, like, half the, the different books ending in tragedy, like the Flash book and, and Wally becoming a crazy speed demon, like, literally a speed demon, and, like, like weird shit like that. What if that didn't happen? What if we actually got a future state list of books that was right? It didn't go overboard. You actually had correct timelines. Like everything's on one timeline. We're not. We're not like jumping ahead in different eras of like different stories. We're at like one junction point of like 2022. This is the new Justice League. New things are popping. Let's start there. So, first thing, no Detective Comics, no Action Comics. We're done. We don't need it. We've had over a thousand issues. We're done. We don't need it. It's, it's, it's done. Like, we don't need a million one bat books. We have one bat book. We have one bat adjacent. We have, we have two, we actually know we have two bat adjacent books. Three if you count Birds of Prey, but we'll get to that. We have one bat book, two bat adjacent books, and that's it. We are limiting Batman because Batman needs to sit the fuck down. Not even just Bruce Wayne. Just the oversaturation of Batman in, in comic media needs to sit down. Like, hell, even today's announcement, or like yesterday's announcement of Ram V taking over Detective Comics from Mariko Tamaki, even that, I was just like, is too much. Like, I'm so burnt out. Even though Ram V is an amazing writer, I'm so burnt out on Batman books, I needed to, just to stop. So, one Batman book, one Superman book, one Wonder Woman book, and that's it. We, we, are, we are cutting the limit. So, Batman book is, is led by Jace Fox. We are going to tell that story. We are going to have him be the premier Batman and run with it. We are going to see what new adventures there are. It is a new age. We're not doing that weird Neo Gotham shit. That's that's that's, that's, that's Terry McGinnis's territory. We don't need all that. Like we're we're in modern Gotham, modern Gotham problems, black Batman problems. Let's talk about it. It will be helmed by a black writer. That way, that story is told. Not John Ridley because it has a million and one delays. I'm sorry, John. You are a filmmaker, writer extraordinaire. You don't need to be writing a comic right now. <laughs> You've done it, and we even saw with American Way and Black Panther and with, with with Next Batman that we had to make sure that your shit was done ahead of time. You can't just be like, yo, we're going to delay every issue. We have a black, uh, up-and-coming black writer. Give them that hell and let them tell that story. Next thing, John Kent. Get a queer person. Tom Taylor, I love you. You're doing a great job. I love you. I love you. But, no. You can tell, the, I'm going to put you on league. Because Tom Taylor on league needs to happen. But not right now. But you, 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 you've done enough with John. Adult John. Adult boyfriend, maybe even husband, being the new Lois Lane, but maybe not even doing, like, journalism, maybe something else. 
He could even be a cop. I don't even care. Just like something that is new and fresh that can be alongside John on new adventures. So John is there as the premier Superman. He, he, here's the here's the here's the kicker. Well, he, well, here's the next pick. But here's where I'm gonna piss some people off. Wonder Woman, but it's Nubia <laughs> because DC. I love you. And I love what Stephanie Williams is doing, but you sidelining Nubia to be queen rather than putting her as the premier Wonder Woman like y'all said you were going to with Future State was a crime. Yes, um, Yara Floor, hotness, you were trying to get Brazilian fans in and do cool shit. I don't care because I have a, I have a place for her. She's going to have a place, but Nubia is your premier Wonder Woman. She is your Wonder Woman for the New Age. She is the Wonder Woman for, uh, for like for um like, like the Justice League, and that's fine. And then like like sim like because one thing that I will do is Yara Floor, um, Andy Curry, etc. will grow into those roles when the people retire. I'm gonna get to that other one in a second. In the in the backs of every um. Of every Wonder Woman book, there will be Warriors of Themyscira. Because I'm not going to leave the rest of the sidekicks are, are, are on the sidelines. Donna stories will exist. Matter of fact, Donna Troy is queen. Donna Troy is queen. Because that way, Donna Troy stories can happen. Cassie Sandsmark stories can happen. And Yara Flora stories can happen. That way, those stories can flourish. They can be happening in the back of the book. Because one thing that DC doesn't seem to get is we don't need a million and one little mini-series. Just do anthologies. If you do anthologies, people will buy them, they get their highlights, and then you can cycle them out. So, Warriors of the Mascara, it doesn't need to be the, 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 uh, the, the sidekicks, the Wonder Girls. It can be different people on the Mascara that you want to highlight. Like the Blacksmith, different things like that. But you create new characters, create things for the legacy. Perfect thing. Also, y'all can jump in and like crack jokes and whatnot about my pitches as we go. Y'all don't need to just let me rant for like the hey, next twenty hey, minutes. How much of this did you write down? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> Lion ass. You want you want to see my work? I'll pull I up the you, Google. I'll pull up the Google. I'll copy the Google Doc right now into into in the Discord. Fight me, I'll motherfucker. I'm going to let you finish, but I bet you this is a total of five bullets that you have ad-libbed there, on. There you go. Right there. <laughs> there you go. Oh, shit. Yeah, fuck with me. All right, next thing. Um, Aquaman. Stands. Stands on Twitter. Stands on Twitter. We need to have a conversation. Andy Curry is a child. Andy Curry is a child. She isn't ready. Because there has been so many people on Twitter getting mad about Jackson becoming Aquaman and being the premier Aquaman. And where's Andy? Where's Andy? Andy is a child. Let her be a child. We have had years and years and years and years and years of Damian Wayne being a child, Tim Drake being a child, whoever the fuck else being a, a child sidekick. Let her be a child. Because Jackson deserves to be the premier Aquaman. Same thing with Miles that I always bitch about when it comes to Marvel. 
Jackson deserves to be the premier Aquaman for multiple years, like five, ten years. And then Andy Curry can be the, the, the like like in the spotlight. But Jackson deserves his time. That's all I'm gonna say. Because that's what Aquaman issue number one is gonna be. Jackson up in the, in the cut. Well, there's a person outside wrestling with their car, and the, 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 the sirens going on. There we go. Um, but that's the pitch. Jackson is the premier Aquaman, and it, like is trying to like get Zebel in the mix and do that whole story that that uh, that uh, Brandon Thomas told in uh, an Aquaman uh, becoming in an Aquaman. And we're gonna stop dealing with oh black mantas my father and start telling Aquaman stories. Damn it! Because I'm so sick. I'm so sick of everybody going, whenever Jackson is around, we need to have a Black Manta around. I'm so sick of it. Anyway, Green Lantern, Sojourner Mullen, like, obviously, Jon Stewart's retired, uh, Hal Jordan's dead. Yes, in my canon, Hal Jordan is dead. Y'all motherfuckers can come for me, I don't care. Next book, acknowledge Jay Garrick. But like like a hood, and then have the rest of the suit be, be red, and then have him be the premier Flash, honoring both Barry Wally, well not both, but like Barry Wally and Jay, and then have um, Jess Quick be in the shoes of the new Impulse character. Let them learn, let them do their thing, and then on top of that, with the Justice League book, which is like the other main thing of this whole entire group, but. Bart focuses on on his stuff while letting Jess be mentored by the Justice League and almost in a sort of like a Miss Marvel type of position. How like at like all the, all the rest of them are adults, but Jess is the up and comer. That's my pitch for that book of like crazy adventures, dope shit going on, but Jess is the one being mentored along the way, kind of thing. If that makes sense. That sound alright? Yeah, Mary. I mean, yeah, sounds fine. All right, cool, cool, cool. Now, these are the team books that, like, we we going to put here, and we're going to rapid-fire these, because these are, like, really good pitches, and I wanted to get them out real quick. So, first Batman and Jason book, Gotham Knights. Older Kate Kane, older Tim Drake, leading a new, a, a new group of superheroes. So, like, Tiffany Fox. Um, bringing Harper Row back to relearn her shit now, and like any others you want to throw in there that like are just like the 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 stragglers of Gotham that like that that, that that like different writers threw away that like that need highlight. Bring them in, be the new Gotham Knights, and tell that story. Um, it could even like you, if you want to even throw the dime in there and have Carrie Kelly be in there and piss people off. Like do that. I don't care. Just like have that that book be the when when Jace isn't doing some shit. Then the Gotham Knights doing the rest of the Gotham shit. We are Robin, but here's the kicker, led by Jason Todd. He's honed, he's learned from his bullshit, he put the crowbar and the guns down, and he's the man in the chair leading the, like, like, the, the orphan children of Gotham to be the, the, the best they can be. Hell, you can put it in Bloodhaven for all I care, because, like, Dick's not in Bloodhaven anymore. I don't care. It's, like, the idea of taking We Are Robin, because, like, because on paper, We Are Robin was a great idea, but they didn't do enough with it. So, Jason Todd being in that role, learning from his mistakes, and trying to help lesser lesser kids sounds like such a great pitch to me. Um, uh, Birds of Prey, older Oracle, 
Batwoman cast came. Nightwing Steph Brown, because I'm I'm going to pull something out of my ass real quick. So, remember back when Smallville Season 11 was a comic. Originally, before they changed it, Batman's sidekick for that book was going to be a Nightwing Stephanie Brown before they changed it to a Nightwing Barbara Gordon. Like, there's even pictures you can find of a blonde and purple-yellow Nightwing, and it was done that way. Because one thing that they keep doing is going, like, whenever they have, like, the Robins book, that one round Robin last year and shit like that, they keep going, hey, Stephanie, like, Stephanie walks like, hey, I used to be a Robin too, but I got fired, and I'm like... That's stupid. Why not just, like, let her be a Robin and then let her be Nightwing? Like, because that way Mary will shut up about her being Batgirl and let her do her thing. Like, like let, let her do be Nightwing now. Like, fuck it. Who cares? Um, is that fair? Like, Mary, are you okay with that pitch? I mean, no, because Steph is in <sighs> it for sure. And then also in the book is older Dinah Lance, like, like Dinah Lance and... Pulling out my ass to Mia Dearden coming back because fuck Emiko Queen because Mia Dearden was here first like gotta have like gotta have that amazing representation with the HIV culture because she did she was here she was doing that and she was that great rep that so many people needed so and all, like and also she like she was a sex trafficking victim so that that representation was also needed Mia Dearden was here and now she's Arsenal so yes love that pitch so Birds of Prey still going on. And then also, I will admit that on paper, Titans Academy was a great pitch. But them doing it the way they did off rip, going, hey, the school's here, and now Red X is here trying to ruin it on day one. What? <laughs> like, we didn't need that. We didn't we, we needed time and patience to make a Titans Academy work and be a long-term thing that people enjoy. So Titans Academy is still here. But Dick is retired. Starfire, it was just Starfire. She doesn't really age. She just kind of exists. And, like, they're doing their thing. And here's the cool thing. In the backup of the book, you have the, the, the kids who graduate and move, like, and either grow to be their own heroes now, or they join Titans East. Titans East is back. It's led by Cyborg and Karen Beecher and Mal Duncan doing the, 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 like, doing the thing of having the next generation superheroes be there and doing that. Um, Outsiders, Retire Black Lightning, Thunder, Duke Thomas, Red Devil, and anybody else you want to throw in, having that, like, like, like that, because Outsiders needs to be a thing, but Outsiders needs to remove Batman from the equation, but you can have Batman adjacent characters in the organization, because the Future State, um, Outsiders book really spoke to me, of having this, like, Living Lightning, J Jefferson Pierce, alongside an older Duke Thomas with, with like with a katana, that was a cool pitch. But let's not do that. Let's just do older Duke Thomas, older uh, Jefferson Pierce, older Anissa Pierce, and tell that story of a new age group of, of like teen heroes or whatever the hell, or young adult heroes. Am I doing pretty good so far? Like, y'all aren't really interacting with me. <laughs> I mean, we're just letting you talk, so... We're letting you have your pitch. What? What? <laughs> I mean, all right, all right. I just like I, I, I wanted some interjection up in this. Like I, I thought I was having fun. Um, then the authority, because kick Gray Temple Superman out of my authority. Midnighter and Apollo. Um, have the Doctor come back. Have Swift come back. But 
Bunker and Tanya Spears because I don't want to leave them by the wayside. Those are get those are queer characters that need representation, and they were also really well done in different books. And people keep le- like the fact that I have to give Scott Lobdell credit for not forgetting about Bunker when everyone else did is pitiful. So I want freaking Bunker to be in my book, <laughs> and I want Tanya Spears to be in my book. Suicide Squad. Led by a reformed but still crazy Harley Quinn, after the death of Amanda Waller, Harley t- like like is like the, like uh, like is leading the next group of Suicide Squad. But here's the thing: whenever a big villain comes up in like Justice League or Batman or Superman, they after they're defeated, they go to Suicide Squad to die, as in like they're gonna fuck up. They're going to have something stupid happen. Because the one thing that everyone forgets about and that the New 52 uh, Suicide Squad did actually very well is that people are supposed to die. Like, like the, the one thing that the movies did, and, like, they'll have their, like, one like one or two characters that, like, look like, like Slipknot and whoever the fuck else have, like, have their heads pop off. You need to have more people die. Not enough people are having the consequences of the term Suicide Squad. So... The idea is, if you're coming like, like to, uh, to Task Force X, you're probably gonna die because your like you your diabolical scheme failed. Like, I think that's a pretty good idea. And then my uh, my uh, my two like mini series slash anthology things, Justice. It's like just called Justice. It's like you can have your di- your different like niche characters, like your Firestorms. Um, I had a really cool idea of like, what if Darla from the Shazam book became the only Shazam as like as like an older kid, like like Billy's aged out of it, Mary, etc., and like Darla is the only one left, and now she's like like being the premier Shazam, or like um, uh, like Clary and the Witch Boy, like Zatanna's dead, uh, the Constantine's dead, he like Clarion's like there's no one to protect the Mystic Guards and it has like to find new people to do it kind of thing. Like the the new seven soldiers of victory kind of thing. I don't know. And then Earth Two can be okay, cool. White boys need Silver Age stories to shut up. Here's your Bruce Wayne, your Clark Kent, your like like etc. etc. Like this is where you go if you want good old fashioned Silver Age content kind of thing. Like that was my like like it's it's an ongoing series like it's in a different universe they're like the, the it's that old school not not like new frontier style but like like early two thousands maybe even nineties like those kind of stories to keep people engaged and keep people buying like a, a book I don't know that was like that was my one handout but yeah that's like. I call it, I call it Future State Prime. Like what I would imagine. This is what DC. Prime. Like this is this is like what I like like when I saw Future State. What I thought they could have done if they didn't fuck up. If like this was my idea. But all right, what y'all think? Not bad, not bad. Lot lot for like specific books. Uh, I definitely have a more grandiose pitch than that. <laughs> I mean, what was there any specifics you really liked? I really liked the Jesse Quick taking in the impulse. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I do like the idea of Bruce not being fucking Batman anymore. Thank you. Move <laughs> <laughs> him. Like he doesn't, have to, he doesn't have to even be even be dead. Just like have him as like 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 the one thing I'll even I'll ever give Tom King. Like let him be with Selena and let him get the fuck out. Like. 
but go away. Like, Give him an out, something, you know, just yeah. not Bruce. <laughs> just like, 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 say the mission's over. Give it to Jason. Move the fuck out. Like, you're not in Gotham anymore, Bruce. Get the fuck away. Like, I don't care. You're gone. Like, that's all I need. Um, Mary, how you feeling? Um, you know, looking at your list and kind of mulling everything over, I think what I like most is probably your We Are Robin pitch. Nice. Yeah, because you're a Jason fanboy, so that makes sense. <laughs> but, I mean, not only that, is I don't know, this would get too close into, like, the philosophical territory of the nature of Robin. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was my idea behind it. Is like there has to be somebody there to keep it alive. But like, I didn't want to shove it up Gotham Knight's ass. Like, I wanted it to be its own thing and give Jason a better place to be besides just being this like hoodlum antihero. Like, I wanted him to like grow the fuck up and be better than what people think he can be. Was there anything else you liked? I mean. Like, yeah, I'm, it, it's a solid list. It's, you know, it seems like you took uh, Future State as a template and kind of adjusted it a bit. Yeah, that was my idea. I will admit I'm not super fond of the Suicide Squad pitch. Why not? It it feels, I don't know, like, I, I don't think. should not be running that. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. I mean, like, I didn't want to give Harley her own book of, like, old lady Harley just doing dumb shit. So I was like, what can I do to appease Harley fans, but, like, maybe give her a fresh start? Like, making Harley uh, effectively an Amanda Waller. Well, like, like, because one thing I really liked about Injustice 2 was they really tried, or just Injustice multiple years by Tom Taylor in general, they really tried to, like, humanize Harley back to not just being, like, Joker's plaything and make her not just always be crazy. Like, there was that great moment where she looked like, she shoots Wonder Woman and goes, you need to stop being a bitch. Like, that moment, it spoke to me. So I was like, yo, what if Harley, like, is not always crazy and, like... She'll have her crazy moments where she'll just blow somebody's fucking head off. But, like, she still gets the job done kind of thing. You know I mean, what I mean? It's, it's not her characterization, quite frankly, for me. It's just her inclusion. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Mary, what you got? Um, admittedly, it's only a few books, but these are extremely detailed pitches because... Okay. Main universe is gonna main universe. People will throw bitch fits. Okay. Um, but um, it just a couple little books and then this crazy ass event idea that a friend and I just kind of joked about uh, ages ago. I kind of like worked some moving like moving pieces in because we were trying to think of like the weirdest alternate universe we could come up with. And but um, given that. The, the first couple, maxi-series, mini-series, ongoing, doesn't really matter. But since the DC Universe is, like, has a firm basis in journalism, I think it would be fun to expand on that a bit by essentially having, you know, some kind of an issue. I didn't think through plot details entirely, mind you. But Lois Lane, uh, Linda Park, and Toby Raines, and now see, Toby Raines, that's an old old name if yeah. you are 
if you're a fan of 90 Superman, her name is gonna uh, pop back into thing, pop into your brain because yeah, uh, she was Maggie Sawyer's girlfriend for a very long time. That's a deep but, cut right there. Yeah, but she's also a reporter at the Metropolis Star, which is the rival newspaper to the Daily Planet. But having the three of them have to get together to essentially investigate some kind of massive controversy, but at the same time, you can have inner uh, interspersed throughout. You can have appearances through the various non-bat detective characters, and I mean, you know, things like the question, even you know, Renee Montoya in a personal capacity. Uh, hell, even Detective Chimp, like, oh, like, oh, like, oh, like that that weird Batman anniversary thing, like the Legion of Detectives thing. Yeah, but I mean, have it just be a straight up thriller, like a journalism slash noir detective thriller. I think that would be something really interesting, in my opinion. Okay. And you know, Fair. Linda Linda Park never like in the nineties. She was dope as shit, but yeah. then she kind of became Wally's girlfriend slash wife. And so it would be fun to, you know, bring back Linda and Toby and kind of just have them be characters again. Okay. Um, right. I dig it. See, the other one I had is a, just a Themyscira book. I don't, not necessarily to isolate individual characters, you know, not highlighting like Donna over Cassie or whatever, but just have a book about Themyscira because it's untapped territory. Right. Outside of the occasional sensation run, there is almost never been two Wonder Woman books at the same time. So I think a book about Themyscira, you know, Hippolyta, Philippus, Nubia, uh, Eo, Mala, just have all of these different Amazons, just interworking. I don't know, I feel like I'm not representing this very well. No, it sounds like a good idea. It's, it's somewhere to mine, but like you're doing your own thing, like just like a, a straight up highlight reel and like giving everyone like a spotlight. I think, you know, looking over at my shelf of trades, and there's a full three shelves that's just Wonder Woman. Uh, trades, hardcovers, collections, like... That there is a lot there to work with. And arguably, I'd, I would say there's probably more to work with than what Gotham offers Batman and what Metropolis slash Krypton offers Superman. Because... True. Themyscira still exists. Batman's motivation, if you boil it down, does not go anywhere beyond my parents are dead. And, like, that's really not, like, I'm not trying to shit talk or insult, but that's where the primary catalyst for her, for his journey is. I think, you know, Diana has deeper philosophical reasons for leaving Themyscira to go to man's world. I mean, we're talking the hyper-ridiculous shit that I love. Okay. So, those are my first two main ones. Again, just kind of outlier weirdness. Um, I would want to do a series similar to 52. And I know weekly series are hell, uh, like, are a hell on creative teams. But I think if you tap the right people 
and essentially just, you know, do something similar to what 52 did is feature the DC universe without its central heroes. Because I'm getting sick of the oversaturation of Batman and insert X number of Robins and insert X number of Batgirls. And I think that things are at their most interesting when we can kind of look at the periphery. Because I think that's uh, where you can really do something new, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, Batwoman book because it's me. <laughs> I like. But is it a mini or is it an ongoing? Bitch, it's an ongoing. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? I wanted to see what the response would be. But I mean, uh, in the last few issue of Bennett's um, rebirth book, which is a book that happened, um, you know, <laughs> she she has Kate and Renee teaming up to solve a case, and like it's both fantastic and really mundane and this is all just possibly a long-winded attempt to get those two back together because i have it's a monoprint so it's more or less the original page but i basically have i mean i have the original page for one of those issues so like i i am invested all right and the only thing that really leaves is like the event fuckery my friend and i came up with Okay, what's the event fucker? Basically, you know, it's a good old-fashioned multiverse alternate universe thing, and the way we designed this alternate universe is both ridiculous and, personally, I think very interesting. You know, say it's a League event, and the Justice League is transported to a different Earth where Bruce Wayne, uh, his parents were never killed. But Kate's parents were, and so was her sister. So we're essentially taking those two and switching positions. Bruce Wayne is not Batman and has never been Batman. So he grew up to be the privileged ass that, you know, he probably would have. But that leaves Kate in a position under the guidance of Martha, who is her only living relative at the time. To, so it's Martha and Kate kind of cultivating the bat thing. And then two distinct things happen. We have a, you know, about to say, let's do 12, 13-year-old Supergirl crash landing. But no Superman, because Baby Clark, he's the one in the Phantom Zone. Uh Oh! So Kate finds Kara and takes her in. And then Kate ends up in a bit of a tussle with Lady Shiva. Okay. And through that, um, she is exposed to the world, just the world of assassins in the DC universe. People find out, and independent of Shiva, they send Cassandra Kane after her. You know, there's a big thing. She takes Cass in, and now you're thinking, okay, Robin and Batgirl. No, 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 no. Kara is, you know, she's a teenager, so she grew up on Krypton. So we have uh, Kara Zor-El as Flamebird. And Cass came as Nightwing. Because Nightwing, because Nightwing and Flamebird were heroes on Krypton. So you're oh. reaching in and you're combining the bat thing, but pulling it back to Krypton. And oh, shit. 
and um, Shiva is basically Kate's Catwoman. That you know, Shiva, Shiva finds out that Kate is taking care of her daughter and pops up and you know, gay stuff because like Shiva and Kate are like my crack ship. <laughs> I I love I love that your your fanfic has come out a thousand percent. Yeah, right. a little bit, a little bit. But I mean, it's just, just the absolute in, like inversion of it because you know we deal a lot. We have you know Thomas Wayne Batman, but what if you know Martha Kane Alfred kind of a thing? Mm-hmm. So okay. and it just but I think the big things that I really really like are. Um, my Nightwing flame bird thing. Yeah, that that you you got me real good with that. I was like, holy shit, let's Here's go. Here's the thing is that Kara doesn't use the Kryptonian powers. You know, she does the basic, you know, zipping around stuff because she's you know she's afraid to hurt someone because Kara, right. after she lands on Earth, has the tutelage of Clark. She doesn't have that here, so they're trying to piece it together as they go along. But here's the thing. Kate and Martha have the big fancy bat cave. And I will admit, I did get this from the Supergirl TV show, but there's a room that's briefly laced with kryptonite that if you, you know, hit the dimmer switch, it can um, increase the level of kryptonite to a non-lethal level, but give her, a, give her the strength comparable to a human being. And so Shiva teaches her how to fight. Like I said, it, it is pure fan fiction nonsense, but I think it is just stupid enough to work as a DC event. Oh, you know, that'd be, that'd be an event like an Elseworld. I'd buy that shit. That's a good ass pitch right there. It would make a lot of people angry, and I'm here for that. Why would um, it make people angry? Because I've excluded Bruce and all of the Robins. Oh, no, like, well, Bruce, I don't think anyone's really going to be that mad at you about, but like. The like yeah, the Robins. Okay, I can I can see a couple people being pissed about that. But see, here's the thing: is I don't think Kate would have a Robin. But you know, that's just me. Kate's uh, cousin Bet uh, Betty Kane, if you will, um, is Flamebird during her New Fifty Two book. So that you know brings that back in too, uh. and and we get to see Bruce being like the rich asshole. Hell, make Bruce a supervillain. I don't know if I want to go that far because I want to downplay Bruce a little bit, but my only other uh, my only other couple things is, you know, the joke that I made the other day about doing bombshells, but with dudes. <laughs> like, have the lady bombshells have to go to a different universe where it's a bunch of the DC men who are all gay as hell running around in pinup outfits? Like, just fuck it at this point. <laughs> that does actually sound like a fun time. I mean, you know, James, uh, just having like Aquaman run around in his sexy Aquaman statue outfit. Uh, uh, oh yes, I, I would love the hell out of that. Like it would just, like just give me bombshells, but men. Like like I remember uh, around the time bombshells was a thing, there was the infamous uh, like Magic Mike cover with, with with all the dudes. Like just give me bombshells with dudes. Like I, I would love that. I have, I think I have like three copies of that cover. It's hysterical. <laughs> but I mean, like That's I said, hilarious. my pitches are broad, but I think I focus more on concept than details. I dig it. 
But no, but A plus, I dig it. Travis, how you feeling? Good. Did you like any of it? It was pretty quiet. Uh, I did. I I really liked fucking Cassandra Kane as Nightwing, not just for the Kryptonian reference, but just for the idea that she has the most hands. She's literally my favorite of the Bat family because of the most hands part. <laughs> she has the most hands. She had yo. She her hands and feet are rated E for everyone, and that is just a fact. <laughs> they come tax free. Yeah, they come, dude, and yo. <laughs> They said they send motherfuckers to God. That's that's I love Cass Kane. <laughs> send motherfuckers to God. <laughs> I also they just, do. I also just like the idea of Cass and Kara being sisters. It's pretty sick too, though. So, <clears throat> and then like bringing Lady Shiva out of the every Robin gets to whoop my ass once dungeon would be nice. <laughs> yeah. That actually. Oh, like prominent though. It's not even funny. <laughs> it's like okay. because and I hate that that's the litmus test for how well a Robin fights is can they beat Shiva? And it's like, no, they can't. That's her whole. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> like, you ain't winning that fight. <laughs> I mean, they could probably beat Carolyn, but you know, Sandra, but no. You know, no, no. You know, that ain't happening. I, I lost my shit. With that little litmus test, when Jason Todd one shot her with a chop to the back of the neck, I was like, "You're fucking done, DC. Stop! <laughs> like you've gone too far. You're you're cut off. You're drunk. Go home. <laughs> Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> right. All right. All right, Travis. What's your pitch? Okay, so my pitch is kind of a little different than yours. I, I, as in, I, I didn't go for like specific issues. Because what I want to do would take up a lot of issues in a lot of places and bend into a lot of worlds. So I, okay. I woke up this morning and I chose violence. Um, and I, I want, yeah, I want to ultimately destroy uh, Apocalypse and New Genesis with a Ooh. war between them. Yes. Oh. Oh. Um, and I think. What I think personally is that what we could use this war for is to spread all this, you know, exposition and change to a destroy the source wall because we don't need it. Fucking damn it. Uh, but in the source wall, okay, this is where it gets a little interesting. After we destroy the source wall, okay, create kind of like an ever expansive, like, you know, uncharted area. But in this canon landscape back on the business side of things this could be an avenue for dc to give new writers a shot at shit <laughs> new characters new worlds new stuff just new stuff uh, just new stuff um through this war i certainly want to kill most of if not all of the fucking main five of the justice league and okay. one of them is going to be maimed. <laughs> um, Clark, he's he's got to die. Sorry. I love Clark, but he needs to turn into an idea. <laughs> okay, okay. Is that, uh, that going to stick? Is that going to stick? For me, it would. If I was CEO of DC, this shit would stick. We're not retconning this. These people need to die forever because we're... Whole, uh, I love nostalgia, and I love the things that these characters have done, but I'm, uh, I know I'm not the only one 
who's tired, and I, I feel like everyone who's listening to this when it, when it airs is going to have a collective fucking sigh of relief to hear me say I'm tired of 25- to 45-year-old Batman for 80 years. Hey, man. Why do you think I killed him in mine? Or, like, got rid of him? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm like, yes! <laughs> Kill them! Like, <laughs> oh, hold up. My other pitch, it, it's real simple. It is a tie-in comic for the Batman and Telltale series, because... Okay. okay, I'll give you that. Fight me. Those are the best Batman games. Um, you you gonna start a war, honey? I yeah, know. you gonna start a war with that in our own show? Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, like, yo, like, straight up, like, are you gonna try to fight Arkham though? Like, that's a that's a hefty fight though. Like, like, literally, other than the Jason Todd rehash and the for some reason we need to put Tim and Barbara together, like, there's no flaw with Arkham for me. Like, straight up. See, I like the Telltale games because Batman actually, you know, gets to do silly things like be a detective. Well, and to be totally fair to both of those games, the Telltale games completely shit on the entire Arkham trilogy. I know, and I love it. With the trilogy. Quadrilogy. No, no, no. We go in rock steady only. Oranges counts. Oranges <laughs> count. And you know why it counts? Because they literally yeah. took Deathstroke from Ashiva, and they also took a Deathstroke from that game and put him in the post game of Arkham Knight. So no, our origins counts. No, you know, it's not it, rock steady. <laughs> you it, don't get I win gauntlets. It gets some points for Shiva. But then it loses the rest of its points because that Bane fight is so fucking stupid. That Bane fight is stupid. I will give you that. But that DLC, though, that DLC is dope. The fucking the the winter and freeze coming in being a badass like that. That DLC is mid. I don't know. But is it really an Arkham game when you can just have a good enough combo to turn on your electric gloves and beat the whole encounter? No, I'm going to say no. (laughs) But, you know, what about the fact that Bruce has to go undercover with a bunch of villains and he has to choose between blowing his cover or saving Catwoman. Like, I'm sorry, ac- actual detective shit. Yo, this is petty. I'm gonna be real. I'm, I'm being, like, hella petty. Like, I prefer Troy Baker as Joker and not as Batman. Like, I just... He's just talking when he does his Batman. He's not being a character. So I, I just... I can't enjoy the Telltale games because of that. It's a, it's a vocal thing. I, I just can't do it. Oh my god. Okay, so uh, okay, so cataclysmic event. Everyone dies now. Now cataclysmic what? event. Uh, so what I want to what I want to do, what I want to see out of DC is a commitment to new initiatives. You know what I mean? Like shit, like Future State. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I I think we've all seen enough Batman, Wonder Woman, uh, Superman, Flash, and Green Lantern for 16 lifetimes you know we're never gonna forget what they've done or what they can do the green lantern is a whole fucking space fighting force so they're never really gonna go either you know what i mean batman's just rich white guy that knows how to fight fucking you know what like we can get all of the stuff that we get from this with with new more inclusive content because dc in my opinion has a problem with a new and compelling both villains and heroes and just new shit period it's this weird habit of being like hey you guys want to taste this new stuff they're like oh yeah give me some future state dc daddy 
Yeah, and then they're like, nope, fuck this, we're gonna ruin it. And then they smash the cake before we even get a piece of it. I'm sorry, DC Daddy kind of floored me a little bit there. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. (laughs) I got got wrong. Um... (laughs) And I, I like I would like to see some weird like eclectic shit like uh what's that dude's name? Uh, he's a space adventurer. I think his name is Strange. It's it's like Doctor Adam, Adam Strange. Adam, Adam Strange. Strange. I want to see more Adam Strange. I want to see. Hey, hey Travis, Travis, hold on. I want to see more of Ran. <laughs> I haven't heard of Ran in like ever. Have you guys heard of Ran in the DC landscape in a long time or what? Yes, actually, and you're going to be pissed because literally, guess who just wrote an entire Adam Strange miniseries? It's Tom King, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) It's called Strange Adventures. He literally just wrote it, and I know we hate Tom King, but like, it's, it's actually not that bad. And I, and I hate that I have to admit that. It's not that bad. Uh, and he uh, even brought freaking Mr. Terrific into it for some fucking reason. And it, 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 it's actually well, pretty Well, cool. Rand is like the, the science world kind of thing. So that makes sense to me. Yeah, like like it's it's his way of trying to follow up uh, freaking Mr. Miracle. He's like, what if I do freaking Adam Strange? And it's like, you didn't need to do that, but like, okay. Right, okay. Well, and then another thing that that you, we like another thing that I thought of what, what could happen from destroying the source wall from this this war is we could get maybe quick rehashes or farewells or consequences or opportunities for some of these old heavy hitter villains to make a comeback, like um, fuck Siva. If you guys remember Siva, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Um, Shit, Monarch, I believe, is stuck in the Force Wall 2, or the Source Wall 2. Do we need Monarch back, though? <laughs> I don't think we need Monarch. I think we need the level of fear that, like, freshly read Monarch brought, you know? I, I haven't seen that level of, like, oh, shit, in DC in a long time. Okay. I, I, I'm touchy because Monarch is a, is a mixed bag, but I'll let you have that. <laughs> Well, I, I think that's why I said Siva first, because Siva was like a, a hu- he was slashing space time with his claws, and Superman had to weld it shut with his laser yeah. face kind of shit. Like, <laughs> I like that weird wacky stuff, but I also like it like the how Grant Morrison kind of grants it grounds it back into humanity. I don't know. Mm. I want to like I, I want DC to take a Jeff John swing with a Grant Morrison thought process. Okay. 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 That's interesting. That's that's a bold claim. All right. Well, you got anything else? No, that's really it. I want to flip the fucking table. Just <laughs> <laughs> flip the fucking table. As All long right. as you guys leave me room to do my weird fanficy alternate universe, that's fine with me. <laughs> you know, I, I, I told Mike like, after I got my line wide, I was like, "Yo, just mini series over here." Like, hell, you know what? I'll even I'll even paperclip this to my pitch. Just put Vertigo back. Like, fuck Black Label. Put Vertigo back. Let, let motherfuckers Vertigo do whatever the hell so they want. Good. Like, fuck Black Label. I refuse. I, I, whenever there's a Black Label book announced, I, I groan because it's like, it's just Vertigo. Let it be Vertigo. All right. Well, last thing we're going to do is we're going to highlight some, uh, some stuff from the community. Y'all, tw- y'all tweeted us with hashtag P2PQ. That's our hashtag. That way people can highlight us when we ask a question. A couple, couple of different pitches people gave. A lot of y'all. Really just said 
publish all of the round robin books. And while I have to commend you, <laughs> that it's never like like, like, like y'all could have been like y'all could have had so many other ideas, but like respect, I guess, because like, eh. but all right, I'll give you that. Um, couple couple that really. Oh, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got one more. I'm sorry. I got right, one go more. Go for it. Go for it. Okay, so if I was CEO of DC, I would also fucking make them lean into rated R films. Oh. Damn it. Okay. Because, okay, because as much as I loved Matt Reeves' Batman, I lost a lot of the sauce uh, like well, on my second my second watch because it it did there was no like I don't know, murder, <laughs> you know, like they couldn't have, it would have killed them to mention sex work one time, you know, they had it like blatantly in your face, but they like didn't really highlight it. They never said it out loud, which is, it's cool that you can do that. But like, this clearly is a movie for 30 year olds. Yeah. I, th- right. I think honestly in comics, in film, in TV, if they want Gotham to be a fucking cesspit, they need to commit to it. Yeah. Honestly, instead Fair of just enough. being like, keep all the grime that is Gotham out of my Batman. Yeah. I mean, Gotham <laughs> fucking sucks. It really does. It really does. Gotham is just horrible. But that's why I'm saying, like, we don't need to go Neo Gotham. We just need to have, like, cesspool Gotham and not be afraid of it. That's right. Would it, would it have killed them to let Penguin have a cigar in his mouth? Like, mm. honestly. Right. Like, <laughs> Well, apparently we're getting a Penguin HBO Max show, so I think, maybe. I, I think, and if you guys will let me extrapolate on this for a moment. Go for I think it. the big thing is that showing a Gotham that is, you know, just fucking awful, I think people take that as a criticism of Batman himself. Because, let's be honest, I'm going to use Gotham Central as an example. That, you know, the book does highlight, you know, the fact that the slums of Gotham are full of, you know, the poor people of color. It's um, deeply rooted in gang violence. And it's brutal. And the housing is shit. They're being priced out. But if you try to approach that, people get mad and start screaming about how Bruce Wayne does charity work. Let me tell you, kids, that doesn't fix everything. We have plenty of rich people out here already doing similar charity work. And outside of, you know, a few certain special interests, I'm not really seeing hard, you know? I don't know. Like, people need to pick between having a Batman who just beats up, like, random people or showing Gotham as an actual city i don't know maybe i'm just talking about i'm talking out of my ass but no nah, you 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 want the money respect all right so now now let's highlight some people from the community because like like i said yeah yeah all y'all going like all the, the, the round robin books that was cool but like let's get some love going on here so uh do 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 firstly got 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 a shout out to the neighbors so um, Chris and TJ uh, from uh, Gotham Outsiders did give us a couple pictures. TJ was like, like, like on Twitter, he said uh, JLQ starring Tim Drake, John Kent, Dreamer, and more. He also said he wanted a Kite Man pitch where he finds an unlikely partner and son in Colton from Gotham Academy. Um, all right. 
And then uh, like, 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 like the idea is like Dr. Horrible meets Old Man Logan, which um, that's an interesting pitch. All right, I'm, I'm down. Um, Michael Scali uh, said Sensation Comics, Nubia, Wonder Girls, Villainy, Inc., uh, The Small Struggles of Giganta. All right. Kind of interesting there. And Star Riders. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Ian, our amazing social media manager, said Secret Six, Poison Ivy ongoing. Just to sleep with Mara and Batwoman as permanent members of the roster. Okay. A Vixen series written by T. Franklin. Now that, that I would pay b- bottom, like top dollar for. I would pay top dollar for a Vixen by T. Franklin. That that would be really good. Um, Comfortable Couchman said pretty much everything in Round Robin, which that, that's your Round Robin uh, for everybody. Uh, new Midnighter and Apollo series uh, from Ben. Like, like, yes, not even a limited, just ongoing constantly. Okay. Uh, John's Variety Hour uh, said Secret Six by Gail Simone and Matthew Clark, Detective Comics by Greg Rucka and Michael Lark, and Lark, no Batman, uh, Swamp Thing by Phil Hester and John Lucas, uh, Simon Dark by Steve Niles and Kelly Williams, uh, Green Lanterns Kyle Rayner and Kilowog by Cena Grace and Carmine uh, 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 G. Domenico. So that's a that's an interesting pitch. Kyle Rayner and Kilowog as Green Lanterns. Okay. All right. That's a hell yeah um, for me right there. You just want to walk you butt. Yes, um, I do. Um, Anti Penguin said JLQ, the authority in the, in the adventures of Pied Piper and Drummer Boy. Yeah. Okay. I am down for that one. <laughs> um, uh, Chris from Gotham Outsiders said Tim Drake story inspired by uh, To All the Boys I've Longed For When Trying to Remove. A virus from the back computer Tim has hacked, and all his never-sent love letters goes to the boys he had crushes on. Oh. Okay, I oh. hate Tim, but I would read the fuck out of that book. <laughs> there would be so much second-hand embarrassment. I, I'm here for it. I hate you, She also gave us one, A Gotham Christmas Carol. Batman is haunted by the ghosts of Christmas past. Jason... Uh, present uh, Jason past present Tim and future Damien who teach him he needs to start talking about his feelings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. Um, AJ the comic archivist uh, said literally every one of the round robin books, of course, um, except the minor tweaks make a few of them uh, sound more like ongoing. Zephyr justly redacted sounds too much like Cry for Justice. Hey, leave Cry for Justice out of this. <laughs> No, um, drag it over the coals, incinerate it, like... You already roasted it, it's fine. Um, and Comics uh, said, ooh, ooh, just a day? Well, um, I'd have to make a, a, a Mike Long, a, a, like, just a, let's keep it conservative, so we'll go with five books. Black and Airy, Hot Girls, Atana, Dreamer, and Vixen, because if there's one thing DC's still desperately lacking, it's women. Okay, fair enough. Um, ooh, and then the comics- here's a book. Go for it. A Batwoman Dreamer team up. Issues they steal Dreamer, a Cassandra Kane Lady Shiva series, um, Wonder Girls, which would just be all the all the Wonder Girls. Okay, Superman: A Better Tomorrow from about the impact Superman has on the world. Um, Mia Dearden miniseries, hell yeah, and then Earth Twenty Three. I forget what's on Earth Twenty Three. Is that the Multiversity? Because if that's sexy Aqua Woman, I'm here for it. Like, um, Earth 23 is uh, President Superman. Okay. Uh, basically, just, basically, just Justice League Black and then randomly Batman. 
So like, so like President Superman, John Stewart, Steel, Vixen, I think Nubia, and then just Bruce. So all right, I'm down for that. Can I point out something kind of weird? What's up? That you know we talk about Batman and Superman being really oversaturated, so people want to focus on Robins and John and whatnot. Yeah. And what, the Wonder Girls are lumped in with that. But I would argue there has been no market saturation of Wonder Woman. It really You're wasn't. Right. It really wasn't until the movie came out that DC went, "Wait, what? Oh shit, people are going to buy stuff." And so You're they right. threw a lot of their stuff into Wonder Woman, but only in the past couple of years. So I think it's like, and I'm not arguing for or against anything. I just think it's interesting that she's lumped in with that when I would argue in terms of like, you know, merchandising and especially publication. I don't think she's had her day yet. You're right. You're absolutely right. Anyway, that was just like a funny thought that I just had. Like I said, I'm not arguing for or against anything. I just think it's funny. No. That was a really like a good point though. Honestly, when I was first thinking of these pitches, originally what I was going to do is be like, okay, cool, detective action, stay and get rid of Batman and Superman. And then for what? But like, I couldn't decide if Wonder Woman's book should be Sensation or All Star. So I was just like, fuck it, just get rid of detective and and action, and then just have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Because like, I I, I, I was, was, yeah. I would give Wonder Woman Sensation since that was her um her big book before her solo. Okay, I just like I was I was looking into it and like just both were like were there all star and sensation and just couldn't decide so I said fuck it. All right, well that th- that that seems to be the show, folks. Don't forget that you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, all, we're not we're we're getting, we're getting off of YouTube, so like just everywhere else except for SoundCloud and YouTube now. Um, just, like, just check us out wherever. Make sure that you review us on Apple Podcasts, help people find us better. And now, now that we are on Anchor.fm, make sure like you can uh, go to Anchor.fm slash panel dash two dash panel slash support and like the, the link will be in the description of every, of every episode and we'll put it up on the twitter where you basically can sort of do what like, how patreon is where you can pledge a dollar for uh five dollars ten dollars whatever you want to give to help support the show and, and keep me mary and travis doing this great thing you can like 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 do that on 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 uh anchor's website so make sure you check that out if you want to help support the show you can if not just you listen to the show and help and support us we would love that so much make sure you do that and you can uh, follow us on Twitter at P2B uh, underscore podcast and be able to be featured in a, in a future episode when we do a fun episode like this. Um, Travis, what is your closing statement for episode number 72 of Panel to Panel? Uh, oh, man. Commit more, DC, please. <laughs> Just do uh, it. You should have said Daddy DC. Commit more, Daddy DC. Daddy DC. <laughs> See, that, that makes me sound like a lobbyist. <laughs> Mary, what's your closing statement? Um, I kind of miss when DC was interesting. Oof. Like I know that's... how that I know how that sounds. Also, my other pitch is an outsider's book, but with like the Judd Winnick team. Give me Grace Choi, goddammit. Hey man, I gave I gave I gave you great. Not, I mean, I, not Grace. I gave I gave you Anissa, so like we could tee that back up. I, I was like Anissa Jefferson leading the Outsiders. I, that, that was why I purposely did that for you. Like that that was there for that. Well, and also I realized that if we hit a certain amount in the you know support feature, I feel like Travis and I should be able to throw things at you. 
Why? You know those little charity things? Like, um, you, you throw the ball, and if you hit it, they drop into a tank of water. Yeah. I feel like Travis and I deserve to hook you up to one of those if we hit, like, a thousand dollars. That's rude, but alright. <laughs> I mean, Travis, uh, do, you, do you support this? Yeah, I have I have nothing against at all. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> My closing statement, as always, is support your local comic book shop. I know that, like, it's hard to get in. COVID stuff is still there, but, like, it's better. We're doing better as a society. Um, well, not entirely, but we're, we're doing, we're doing all right. And, um, like, yeah, Comixology is a fucking mess now, but like, you can still support your local comic book shop. You just need to find out how. So like, make sure you're trying to do that. Help keep that alive and just support good books. Like there's some amazing, like even good indie stuff out right now. That's really good right now. So make sure you're, you're like, you don't just go into your comic book shop and pick up the basic books. Grab that giant previews thing they get, they, they have on, on the front desk and thumb through it or look up at the previews website try to find a new book like that's my challenge to everyone find a new book that isn't marvel or dc that reaches out to you and speaks to you that's that that's what i offer as a challenge for everyone this week um we will catch you folks uh next week here at panel to panel peace out